Alright boys, welcome to the very first episode of the Very Cool People Podcast with me, only me, because I'm just so cool like that. This is the podcast where we talk about Jake Hill and Josh A, y'all. So basically, it's the end of the year, it's Christmas time. So basically what we're going to do is that we're going to talk about, you know, just all of the stuff that Jake Hill and Josh A dropped over this year so we're gonna start off with their first collab in like two years which i like i think it's called back from the dead and basically it's uh it's it's i don't really know man it, it it's good don't get me wrong it's just not what we're useful what we're used to i think this is Jake, just like just like the old days, this is just how Jake was. But Josh A, I don't know, man, because he's he's been changing his music style a lot over the past couple of years. So it kind of makes sense why the, he sounds different. But the beat, it's uh, I don't know, it's so strange. Like, yeah, it was it was it drops right about Halloween time. So it makes sense why it's going for that spooky vibe, just like uh, just like all the other Double J songs, they uh better off dead the better off dead trilogy and chaos. But I don't know, it's really they try to remake that old vibe. They got halfway there. That that's just my opinion. Uh, they also collabed another time on Josh A's side project, Lil Revives' latest album, Hellraiser, but. We're going to get to that when we get to that. We'll start off with the only thing Jake Hill dropped this year, which is Follow Me Into Hell, EP. So, I don't really know. It's 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 good. I think New Jake is definitely gotten better. Like, all of Jake's new stuff, is it's really good. I, mm, like... I'm trying to I'm trying to uh, find it right now. Uh, you know I'm gonna just go on uh, Genius. That's how I'm gonna do it. I'm just gonna go on Genius and find the album. Cause I, I want to get into like you know in in order. I can't even type. Okay. Here we go. So basically, we're, we're going to break down this album. So it starts with Satin Black. This song is really good. Like, it's so good. Like, it goes really hard. Top tier song. The hook, really good. Like, amazing. It, it's catchy. It can get stuck in your head pretty easily. It's pretty fire. And verse one, the first verse. They say they miss the old me. Here I go and back again. And that's a pretty accurate statement. Because it's just like old Jake. And that's what I love about this first song. And in the second verse, he says, You know, lately things have been moving kind of slow. We need excitement. That basically means... All this, all this, like, new stuff, he doesn't like it. 
which which will make sense. It kind of makes sense. It's kind of slow, stuff like that. So it kind of makes sense why he's going for this faster style. So satin black, pretty good, pretty solid. Into the fray, whole another story, y'all. This is amazing. It's that perfect mix between rock and normal rap, because Jake's always been known for that metal style that he always makes. It's it's amazing. You can see it in the chorus. Like you see it throughout the song. Like verse the first verse. You know, it's yeah, it's it's just normal rap. And the first part of or in the second verse just goes right back to it after the chorus goes for that metal style. But in the third verse, switch up like like change the tempo of the song by like Plus twenty, and this is what you have right here for this for this third verse. Oh boy! And then the chorus at the end just go like just goes right back to it. Just a breakdown at the end, amazing. So that's also a pretty solid song. Are you chose violence? Basically, same thing about Satin Black. The intro is pretty good. I think it's a Dark Souls reference. Yep. It's a Dark Souls reference. Yeah, it's... Just, it's... It's... Yeah. Same stuff. Follow Me Into Hell, the song. Probably my favorite song of the album. It just... Slow it down. Like... Slow it down. But, like, not to, like... It's the perfect in-between... Like between sad stuff and hard stuff, it's just so good, especially in the chorus. And then, like the second, the second, like the the last part of the first first verse. I don't know why. Mm. It's it's fire, absolute fire. Like I'm running out of words just just thinking about it. And then hiding in the dark, last song off the album, probably the first song that actually dropped. Like, as a single in, in song. Wait, is it Hiding in the Dark or is it I Chose Violence? I think it's I Chose Violence. But either way, this is a masterpiece. It's it's amazing. Top tier. Peak. Peak song from Jake's new stuff. This is peak. Peak Jake Hill right here. Peak. So, yeah, this is all that Jake dropped this year. Outside from the Double J stuff. So let's get into Josh A, y'all. Let's get into Josh A. Let's get into Fearless 2. So yeah, this is Josh A's album of the year. And like, it has mixed opinions. I personally like it. I think it's pretty good. So yeah, this is gonna be a minute. We're gonna, this is a a seventeen track song, fourteen if you don't count the bonus tracks. But I'm gonna count the bonus tracks because like, mm. so let's start off with the intro. Long way to go. Now, personally, I think this is a peak intro. This is probably the best intro. 
since like since like Bless Three. Bless Three had a pretty solid intro. This intro is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Oh my god. So it starts off with a little verse about his past. And then and then he does a little singing. That's so cool. And he has this choir in the background while he's singing. It's so good. And it's also in the intro of the song too. But it's just so good. It's, we, we have the choir. And then we get into the skit. The skit. So good. The skit, skit, skit. Okay. So it starts off with Josh talking. And then we get Mr. T Lexify. Say some words. And this just brings it back to where Josh was making uh, tracks with Mr. T Lexify. It's amazing. And it's so cool that they're still homies like that. It's amazing. And then Josh A says some words. And then Fearless Josh A pops up. Yeah, it's starting to get weird now. Because Fearless was an album in 2019 by Josh A. This is the, sequ this is the sequel. So we got the Fearless version of Josh A. You know, Pink Eyes, Fear Mask, whatever. And he says something's wrong with the universe. He needs his help. You know, Josh A cuts the joke, whatever. And then he says something bad's going to happen. And he needs to get all the versions of himself. This is some Spider-Man No Way Home stuff right here. So this is a concept album. This is a concept album, y'all. So the intro, peak intro. Just, just just from the verse. Just from the verse. The skit, solid. Solid skit. Top tier skit. It's so cool that Josh is doing skits again. It's amazing. It's amazing. Really. So now we get into the first track. Vengeance. Now... I don't know how many times Josh is gonna mention revenge and stuff. What is he? What is he getting revenge on? That's my question. What is he getting revenge on? I guess nobody knows. Well, in the story of Fearless Two, I think Josh A. Or no, no, no. Josh A. talks about like Lil Revive or whatever his his side project, and how he wants to get a, get get the revenge to Josh. For killing him in a car accident. So yeah, there's story to this man. Is is that who's talking about all the revenge stuff? That really does not make sense. It's so strange. So in the first verse, he mentions the Eye for Gore kid. That's more popular than Josh A. Seabass. You know, he made the Eye for Gore thing. So he mentions Seabass. Which is, and they're actually, okay, so Seabass is actually a really good fan of Josh Hayes. Like, he's one of his biggest fans. And they're actually homies. I saw on Twitter, um, Josh Hayes' Twitter, uh, when uh, Hurricane Ian was coming around. 
and he posted him getting a win on Fortnite, right? Look in the corner, Seabass. So Josh A is really playing Seabass or playing Fortnite with Seabass, which is pretty funny. So, yeah, it's it's pretty pretty cool. Uh, third verse gets to a little switcheroo on the beat. Pretty solid. So that's that song, Ghost. There ain't really not much to say. Talked about how he's changing and stuff. I'm not changing, I'm evolving. Line. References to evolution. Off of Retroland 2. There ain't really not, nothing much to say about this song, really. Uh, there's a skit at the end. Josh A, Fearless Josh A, they're talking. Uh... So he mentions a little revive, whatever. He says he uh, he needs to find the "You're Not Alone," Josh, which is his album on twenty twenty, his twenty twenty his twenty twenty album. My personal favorite album of Josh. Um, yeah, a little bit of that right there. Third track, warfare. So yeah, he's flexing, whatever. He says all this, and then does a little switcheroo. So obviously, Fearless Josh says that you're not alone. Josh is is obsessed with proving himself. This is what he's trying to do for most of this song. And then in the third verse, straight up cuts off the beat, brings in this acoustic guitar and, and stuff, and then it's like a, a note to himself, basically. Just talks about how, like, all this stuff, and how he's he's doing too much. All this, and on the inside, he hasn't really been. He hasn't been too good on the inside. He's just trying to show off and all this stuff to hide it. He and he says, in in one of the last lines, "You would never miss a dinner." They're missing the holidays because he's working so much and he's really messing with his mental health. So, yeah, strong message at the end and really solid song. Now, with the titles of these songs, Warfare, Vengeance, all this stuff, it's a lot like You're Not Alone with Revenge and Warzone. So this should have been like a you're not alone to, which I I still think he should make, because that's an amazing album. This should have been that album. This really should have been that album, like if I'm being for real. It got bipolar. Nothing really to say about that. On my own skit, more talking. They they split it up in the woods, I guess. And normal Josh goes to see Disgrace Josh, the, the Firehead guy, in one of the peak albums, one of his peak albums. And now from mixed emotions to confessions, it's basically just just a little bit like into his new style that he's been uh, doing. So 
so we can just like skip mixed emotions because there's not really much to say there. Lost kids. I have some things to say about lost kids. Lost kids, probably one of my most favorite, favorite, favorite songs ever. Ever. Because I was in summer school, right? And I was in there around when this album dropped. Lost Kids kind of stood out to me. And every time I go, I go back on this song, it's so good. A lot of people say it's mid, which is fine. I personally love this song because it takes me back to those days. It's amazing. I remember listening to the song when I was walking home from from school. In second verse, and I got so long to go, feeling like it's all I know. I've been I've been lost on this road. I roam. How to get so far from home now? That section. Oh my god, it's amazing, and the refrain. Ugh. Amazing. Smile. This one actually has a feature by Justin Stone. He never collabed with Justin Stone before. And he said that they're going to collab more. Now, Justin Stone, for most of the song, I could barely even understand what he's talking about. Like, he, I don't, he's just one of those mumble rappers, bro. I if I go to Justin Stone, like, and I go one of his newest songs, like, I could barely understand what he's saying. His beats are trash. He's, 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 I don't know, maybe Josh A can help him just improve in general. He's good on Smile. Smile's pretty good. Especially since he's on it for most of the song. Like, Josh A is barely on this track. On his own album. He only has one verse. Justin Stone has two and the chorus. Explain that, Josh. Explain it. He has the chorus and two verses. How does that work? Like, Josh, you have one verse and the refrain. That's all you have. He has the chorus and two verses. And he's on... The second refrain. He's on the second refrain. So what is going on, bro? What is going on? No, he's not even... He's on all of the refrains. So what is going on? What is going on? You do this so many times. You did this so many times with Jake. What is going on, bro? Why do you do that? People want to hear you. More than this guy. Why do you do that? Nobody else does that. Nobody that I know of does that. People want to hear you. That's why they listen to you. People want to hear you. So why do you why do you do that? You you're just giving this guy that sucks most of your song on your album, your album, yours, which is like one of your like most anticipated albums of all time. Like oh, oh, oh boy, I I should stop before I, before I get it. Like okay. Confessions. This, mm, nothing really much to say about that. Revelation. Uh, 
Josh meets up with the strange Josh. He says, oh, the revive, he's going to take over the world. And if he kills the real version of you, he'll kill, he'll kill us all and take over the world. That's basically what he says. I feel like dying. It's one of those, like, it's one of those, like, it's, this should have been on Lonely Vibes. This, this would have fit more on Lonely Vibes. It's one of those, like, I don't really know, bro. It's one of those, it's one of those, like, rock songs that he likes to make. It's a pretty good song. It's pretty good. I remember when Fearless Dude came out. I don't know if it's still doing this, but when you actually went to stream this song on, like, Spotify, YouTube, whatever, the second verse was just not there. It was just the instrumental for, like, 30 seconds, and then it will go right back to the refrain. And the only way you would hear the second verse is if it, if ish, if you actually go onto the video, it's on Fearless Two, and skip all the way to that song. So I just think that's funny. There, there's not really much to say about this. Sober, I have lots to say about sober. There's so much to say about sober. Okay, so I'm, I'm gonna break, I'm gonna break the song down into little bitty pieces. Okay, okay. First one is talking about how there's a problem in America and how addictions messing up and farmers getting rich, all this stuff like and people are dying and people are busy on their phones to see the problem is in our area, things like that. So yeah, that's that's what he talks about. He says he wants to be sober, so he doesn't die, obviously. This song has Nefex on it. Or Nefex, whatever. Nefex, that's what I'm calling him. I don't care. So, Nefex. I don't know what he's... I don't know what he was on when he was saying this. I don't know what... Josh allowed him to do this. I don't know who was on the Snoop Dogg pack. But, Jesus Christ, what are you talking about, Nefex? What are you talking about? Josh was over here talking about, oh, there's problems in America and stuff. And then you come in here and say the, the, the goofiest stuff ever. Just, like, he's, he's saying, don't give up on your dreams. Stay alive. B work hard and you'll get what you will achieve your dreams. Oh my god. So, th this is like, this is okay. So, okay, wait, 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 hold on the phone, hold the phone. If, okay, this is Josh. If you're going to make a song. About some serious stuff. Why? Why? Are you going to have a feature? Don't have a feature. When you're trying to confess some real stuff. Just don't. Why? If you're trying to confess something. Why would you have someone else say it for you? Don't have people say things for you. If you could just say it yourself. Don't do that. Because they're not going to do it right. And obviously, Netflix didn't do it right. 
So don't do that. Huh. Jesus, man. So goofy. I hate this. I hate everything about it. I hate sober so much. <sighs> All I'm trying to say is that if you're, tr if you're trying to say some real shit, and you're going to say some real stuff about what's going on and stuff, and you're trying to confess some things, just don't have a feature to say things for you that you could just say yourself. That's all I'm trying to say. Huh. Okay, what's next? Vultures. There's... Okay, Vultures. So, this song's pretty interesting. One of my favorite songs on the album. So, this song was teased back in, like, the Disgrace days, I'm pretty sure. And the... the the snippet was actually really good. It had that little guitar and the and the and the vocal sounded really cool. And it's been it's been like it went from like oh this is not gonna be on this like oh Josh oh Josh is it gonna be on this album is it gonna be on this album? It's like oh, I don't know man I don't know I don't know. And then, and then it went to a point to, as a saying oh I deleted the files on accident and oh, oh it's ne it's never gonna come out. And then he posted another snippet of the new version of the song. Oh boy. And you can really see how much jo Josh has changed. Like, this happened in California too, off Filoni vibes. This happened in California too. Like, the snippet of California was so cool. And I, I wish that version of the song came out. I wish all of the old versions of the song came out. Maybe not Paranoia, but... Yeah, I love the old versions. But Josh likes to make this, like, whole thing with it. And he's just overdoing it. It's so weird. So let's get into the actual story for once. The actual story of the album. This song... Is it, it's supposed to be in, in the... Uh, uh, I don't know what it's called. The the I just had the word. Uh, per, the, the perspective of Lil Revive. Okay. It's supposed to be in the, in the perspective of Lil Revive. And he's saying, oh, I'm going to beat you up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick your ass. If you ever walk uh, walk to me, I'm going to kick your ass. So don't mess with me. And he's saying he got guns. And we got two graves together. And I, I'm going I'm to kill you. All this stuff. It's pretty cool. It's a solid song. I just, I just prefer... I, I, I would prefer if the snippet version came out. That's all. Cold Heart. See, for All Time Low and Cold Heart, I'm just mix these two together. He tried to do this, uh, I don't know, like this happier vibe to it. I think that's like why Fearless 2 was so mid. It's because he's been trying to do this more positive vibe to it. And I don't think that's how it works. Like he wanted to... Oh, if you do positive songs, your mental health is going to be better. That that did not end up being the case for him. So when he hit, when he went to Riot Fest, he was straight up like, Oh, no, I'm so sad. I'm going to fucking die. Yeah, and that's not... Mm, that I'm just saying, that's not how it works. In in uh, Hellraiser, the Lil Revive album that came out in October, he kind of went back to that old style... His new style is still there. There's still a bit of it. Like, I don't know what I want that new style to to stay. 
because, like, I don't want him to, like, straight up, like, forget all the things he learned or whatever. Like, I want him to keep improving. That's why I want his new style to be there. And that's why I think Hellraiser is so good. But, off track, basically, both of the songs are really good. I think All Time Low is better than Cold Heart. That's just my opinion. So, yeah. The All Time Low, pretty solid song. Cold Heart, mid. Undefeated's pretty good. He just made it because he got a million subscribers on YouTube. That's basically why he made it. But yeah, it's pretty good. Nothing wrong with it. It's pretty solid. I mean, yeah. It's just one of his normal rap songs, whatever. Uh, Yeah, that's Fearless too. It took me like 10 minutes to get through that whole album. But yeah, it's pretty solid. Now we're going to get to the Lil Revive EP. So, this is going to be a doozy. An absolute doozy. Let me see if I can find the album here. Uh, is the album not going to pop up? Okay, no, it did. I'm just going based on Genius, so. Hellraiser 3. <laughs> Hellraiser 3 soundtrack. I think that's funny. So, there are skits to this album, but the lyrics aren't here, and I don't think, I don't think they really matter, because, like, yeah. So, let's get into Friday the 13th, first song on the album. So, basically, the story of this song was basically how he's saying, oh, I was on a hiatus, now I'm back, I'm gonna kick some ass. That's basically what happened, because I think after Grim Peaks 3, he announced that Lil Revive is going to be uh, retired. Uh, so, yeah, this is back. This is, yeah. Yeah, this track was made after Lil Revive announced his retirement to work on his Josh A. Brog Jets. So, yeah. So, yeah, it's basically, it's basically a Grim Peaks 4. That's basically what this whole album is. It, it feels like a Grim Peaks 4. That's basically what it feels like. Grim Peaks 4. It's not a Grim Peaks 4. Because that trilogy ended. But that's basically what it is. <laughs> so. Friday the 13th. Just normal rap. As normal. I'm slowly killing myself. It's This is actually a pretty unique song. And I like it. It's a pretty unique song. I don't really know how to put it. It's pretty short. Uh, it says it says some true stuff. It, it hits some. Uh, it hits heavy. There's some heavy uh, heavy bars on there. But yeah, it's it's just a normal song. It's it's pretty unique. It's, it's pretty solid. Hellraiser. It's... It's pretty good. Pretty good song. Coven. This is the song with Jake on it. That I've been saying. This is the second song... With Jake on it. This one doesn't really feel like a Double J song. If I'm being honest. This does not feel like a Double J song. Only because... 
don't know. I don't know how to say it. Only because they don't do normal double J things. Maybe because this is Lil Revive. I'm pretty sure Jake retired Lil Trash. And this is why this seems so weird to me. Because last time Lil Revive and Jake Hill worked together, Jake was under the name of Lil Trash. I mean, not in general. Like, he didn't, like, get rid of Jake Hill, just put in Lil Trash. It was, it was also, it was like a different, kind of like how he's doing uh, Lil Revive. So, yeah. It's just weird to me how, just to see it, Lil Revive and Jake Hill, instead of Lil Revive and Lil Trash. But yeah, it's basically, it, it's, it's, it's just weird. It's just weird. So, instead of them going back to back to back, like how in their normal songs and in Back from the Dead, their other thing from this year, Uh, instead, Lil Revive does a verse. It's a pretty long verse. It's for most of the song, actually. And then Lil Revive, Jake Hill, I was, I was going to say Lil Revive again. Jake Hill does a small, small verse. I don't know why Lil Revive's verse is so long compared to Jake's. But, I don't know. It, I, usually after Revive's verse... I just skip the song. I just don't like Jake Hill's verse. Because in Lurie Vibe's verse, he just hits him with that flow. It's like a normal, it's just a hard song. It's so hard. And then Jake Hill just pulls up with that, oh, I'm so sad. I want to die. Like, it just ruins the, the, the vibe of the song, really. So yeah, this is a pretty good song. Haunted Cowboy. Oh, boy, diddy, boy, 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 boy. This song. This song. I think this is based off of the joke that's been going on in his community that Josh is a cowboy and stuff like that. Based on that picture of him wearing a cowboy hat in Minecraft. That's basically what a song is. It's a country song. Believe it or not. It's like... A sad song, like an emo rap, combined with country. It's like Outlaw from Lonely Vibes, just toned down a little bit. That's basically it, yeah. My Soul to Take, this quote-unquote features Lil Spooky, a.k.a. Josh A. So, in this annotation here, Lil Spooky was confirmed to be another alter ego by Josh. He was rumored to be Darko or even Z-Wall, but these rumors were quickly debunked when Josh said, It was me, relax fellas, in the live chat of Hellraiser's premiere. Why does he do this? Why did he do this? Why? There's no purpose. Is this to expand his world? I think this character was created just to 
expand this lore. I think Little Spooky is going to be like a side character or something, or like Little Revive's right-hand man. Because in the little animation visualizer thingabajig, it shows uh, Little Spooky and Little Revive on a boat killing a clown. So, I think they're going to like be working together in the story. So yeah, that's Lou Spooky's thing. I don't know why he exists. I don't know what he's going to do with it. I don't know how many, like, when he's going to show up again. I don't know what's going on. At first, I thought this was a completely different guy than Z-Wall or Darko, because it didn't, it didn't sound like any of them. So I looked up Lou Spooky on, on YouTube. I found this one guy. That's, all, that's the actual Lou Spooky. And he didn't sound anything like this. So I don't I don't know if he looked up Lou Spooky on YouTube and found this guy. I don't know if like I don't know. It's just so it's just so mm, I don't know why he did this. I don't know why he did this. Running with the Devil's probably my favorite song on this album. It's it's the final track. Uh he 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 starts the song some singy sing sings and then he tones down his voice for the rest of the song he doesn't go back to that high pitch ever again in the song which I think is pretty interesting and I think that 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 flow that he has is pretty good I remember her, hearing the snippet for the song I remember it being absolutely awful I hated the snippet for the song. Because it was, it was one of those old versions. He made the song so much better than it used to be. Oh my god, it was so good. I love this song. So yeah. This concludes Hellraiser. Now there's one more song I want to go through. Which is Out the Grave. If I could find Out the Grave. This is another single, right? This is another single. It's just like I feel like dying with that metal rock vibe. But he did it better. He did it better and better and better. Every time he does this flow or this vibe, better. Every time. And something interesting about when... About when this song dropped. Um, he released a U2's by the time this dropped. And it actually sold out. It sold out. Me personally, I was not expecting this the, the U2's to sell out. And now it's on StockX for like 50 bucks. So I'm, I'm like, bro, holy, God, oh my god. I was expecting it to, like, run out of time, since it was limited edition. It was sold out. Everyone bought it. I was not expecting it. I was not expecting it. And this song is so good. If you listen it to, if you listen it for a long time, it can get a little bit repetitive. Like, not repetitive, it could be like... 
a little bit boring, but like if you like just listen it, if you just listen to it every once in a while, it could be a pretty solid song. But if you just listen to it a lot, I don't I I think you just might not like it as much. It's just one of those songs you just oh, it's that one song. Play it. Don't play it again for a while. Just one of those songs. So to end this off, I think Jake Hill took the W over Josh. I mean, he didn't really do much this year. I mean, like, he only made one EP and collabed twice on Josh. Uh, So, yeah. I mean, Fearless 2 wasn't nothing to follow me into hell. Hellraiser is... Is it could be debated, but overall, I think Jake's new stuff compared to Josh is just better. Like it's just better, I think. So this concludes. I forgot what I called this podcast. Crap, I'm gonna just call this the Double J News Podcast. That's what I'm gonna call it. So yeah, this concludes the Double J News Podcast. I'm your host, Casey. Bye, y'all.